Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. And happy almost Halloween. How are you? I know I've not done a podcast in a while. Um, I think it was the beginning of the month when I talked about Don't Do Sober October. Um, since then, I came down with a horrible cold and was left with a really bad cough that seemed to have lasted forever. So obviously, I didn't want to be coughing all over you in here. Anyway, I'm much better and I am actually in a different place today. I'm in my office because it's far too cold in the car and I'm kind of covered up in a blanket. I've never done the podcast this way before, so I'm hoping that it's going to sound okay it's a bit uncomfortable. I'm sure there's a better way to just have the blanket kind of draped over my head <laughs> and the laptop. Anyway, here I am talking to you all about Halloween and more specifically about alcohol. Is it a trick or is it a treat? And I wanted to do a Halloween special for you which is very exciting because I do love Halloween. If you don't already know, it is my favourite holiday and it also happens to be my birthday. So you can imagine that I am getting quite excited. As I record this, there's only four days to go. Um, And I hope that you're getting excited too. There is just so much to love about Halloween. And I will be sharing a little bit later on about how you can enjoy a sober and spooky Halloween if you're not drinking. So if you're not sure what to do, have a listen right to the end and I will share a few things that we are planning to do. And I also wrote a blog about this last year. And I'll put the link to the blog in the show notes so that you can read that. And if you've already got your plans together for Halloween, then do let me know what you're doing. Send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. I'd love to know what you're up to. And if you've got any suggestions for a really great spooky playlist, do let me know. Because I'm having a bit of trouble this year finding a playlist that I like. Spotify hasn't been great. So let me know if you've got any great spooky Halloween songs and music that you like. And also, just before I go on and dive into the podcast, because Halloween is my birthday, I do have a very special Halloween birthday offer for you. And that will be available only on October 31st and November the 1st. So keep an eye out for an email from me. And if you're not on my email list, then do sign up. I'll put the link in the show notes below. And when you do sign up, you get my very, very wonderful Beat Wine O'Clock guide, which includes a lovely guided visualisation for you. So go down to the link and come and join us. Now today, I wanted to talk to you about alcohol in terms of trick or treating, which you may have gathered from the title. Is it a trick or is it a treat? (laughs) Well, it might seem obvious to you which one of those it is, 
But let's dive into this together and unpick some of our ideas and beliefs around alcohol. Now, I hope you will excuse the many witchy Halloween references in the podcast. I got a bit carried away when I was writing it because, as I said, I am very excited. Just a couple of things before I go on. Um, I want to share with you uh, two really lovely messages that I woke up to this morning. One was from a really gorgeous lady who was in the membership earlier on in the year and she just messaged me messaged me to say that she is now seven months alcohol free and she told me that she feels more alive awake and connected than ever before and she describes it as such an enlightening experience because it really really is and the other message was in our facebook group blissfully sober If you're not a member, then come and join. It's totally free. And the message was talking about the freedom, the happiness and the excitement that even just making the decision to stop drinking brings. And this is not the first time that I've witnessed such a wonderful shift in people when they say that actually this just isn't for me anymore and I'm going to make the change It happens often in my cuppa charts or my consulting calls. And you can see the joy and the relief and actually the hope on people's faces when they decide that, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this with your help. And it really is just lovely. And honestly, I'm just so excited for both of these ladies and the amazing future they have ahead of them. It really inspired me this morning and I hope that it inspires you too. And that brings me on quite nicely to a quick announcement about the one-to-one coaching. Now the one-to-one coaching is something that I've been doing for a couple of years now and it's just the best part of my job. I really love that connection and seeing the transformation that people go through before my very eyes. So I only have one space left. So only one more client this year. Um, And I know that it's going to go really quickly. So if you've been thinking about working with me, then do get in touch and let's have a chat. Because also my current pricing will be increasing quite significantly actually in January which is, you know, to reflect the deep transformational process that we go through together and how intimate and life-changing the support is that you get with me over three months. So really, this is your last opportunity to work with me at the current price. As I said, I've only got one spot left for this year. So do get in touch and let's have a chat if you've got any questions. And again, I leave the link to my booking page in the show notes. So let's crack on. Oh, my voice has gone funny. Let's crack on with the podcast today. And I'm really hoping that it will help you reframe things in your mind about the role that alcohol plays in your life, how you see it and your current thinking and beliefs around it. 
And actually, Halloween is the perfect time to ask yourself a couple of questions. Are you under the spell of alcohol? And alcohol, is it a trick or is it really a treat? I'm sure you know the answer. But let's dive in. So first of all, are you under the spell of alcohol? I know that I was. And I think that when we're drinking, we all are, to be honest. Um, It's portrayed and marketed in such a way that it just seems so alluring, so seductive and the answer to all of our problems. And in some ways, I suppose it is. It's just that the effects are so short-lived and the come down or the consequences of this quick fix are so negative. Excuse me, just sneezed. So yeah, the consequences of this quick fix are just so negative and they can be harmful and destructive as I found out to my own peril. Alcohol really is a poison, you know, it is as simple as that. And just because everybody is taking it or drinking it, and it's so normalised, you know, we do forget that actually we are drinking a poison. And we drink it often without a care or a thought about the effects it has on our physical and emotional self. And if the thoughts or doubts do creep in, then we tend to bat them away or push them down, especially after one or two drinks. They just don't seem important. Um, And I want to highlight this, you know, the idea of things being poisonous and how kind of carefree we are when it comes to drinking alcohol. So on Sunday, we went out. We haven't been out for ages, actually. So it was really, really lovely to get away for the morning. And on our travels, we came across some mushrooms and I think they just literally sprouted overnight. They looked absolutely gorgeous. They were really big, actually, shiny, white. Um, So we picked them and then we had a bit of a look at them because we weren't sure, actually, if they were edible or not. There are a few types of mushrooms here in Spain that are quite poisonous and dangerous so I didn't do anything with them and I put out something on Facebook and nobody could tell me you know with certainty if they were safe or poisonous or not so I wasn't going to risk it but yeah on the other hand I drank happily many forms of poison over the years with no real thought to the consequences obviously I had hangovers and I felt awful which was my body's way of getting rid of the poison but yeah I still did it and I wouldn't even touch a dodgy mushroom I'm not sure if it is or not but it's just the thought of it being poisonous I won't go near it and you know that's simply because we don't see alcohol that way we don't see alcohol as a poison Um, And that's not our fault. As I said, it's so revered and celebrated and encouraged that we really don't see it for what it is. And that is a poison. So as Halloween approaches, and actually I think Halloween is kind of 
the first major holiday in the run-up to Christmas, it does signal the beginning of the holiday season. So it is a really good time to ask ourselves right now, if we are still under the alcohol spell, do we want to be under the alcohol spell? And is alcohol really the treat that we think it is? Um, And I do think we consider alcohol to be a bit of a treat, a reward, a nice thing to have, um, at least in the beginning anyway, before it takes over. I certainly thought alcohol was a massive treat. You know, we have it on a Friday night after a long week, <coughs> or we have it at the weekend, on holiday at Christmas, when we want to celebrate, or when we're in need of a boost, or just any random day, really, when we might feeling a bit down or it's a bit miserable and we want that little treat, that little reward. And of course we do have it on any special day, special occasion, event, when the normal rules don't apply. And Halloween is one of those occasions. So for me, in my drinking days, obviously um, Halloween was the perfect time to treat myself. It's my birthday after all. So, you know, why couldn't I, you know, let loose and indulge a little bit? Why couldn't I have a glass of wine or even some champagne at my birthday picnic as a treat? But obviously, because that was the first occasion where treats were allowed in, if you like, um, from then on, the next two months were actually full of treats in inverted commas Um, and that is why my last podcast I talked about why sober October is just um, not something to do for a month and then have a little treat or reward for making it through 30 or 31 days without a drink because those treats do have consequences And yet we justify it to ourselves. You know, me and my husband included, we used to say things like, um, you know, oh, it's a damp, chilly Friday evening. Let's get the beers in and have a treat. Or it's Sunday. Why don't we have a treat with lunch and open a bottle of wine or a box of wine in some cases? And if it was getting towards the holidays, you know, oh, we'd say, gosh, the kids break up today. And I think we deserve a treat. We deserve a little reward. Um, I'm going to get some, I don't know, Baileys or whiskey or something ridiculous um, because it's a treat. (laughs) And especially in the holiday season when no one was working and the kids were off school, the treats would creep in. A little earlier, I remember saying on more than one occasion, actually, you know, oh gosh, I know it's only 11, but it is Christmas, we are on holiday, come on, let's break out the gin and have a little sneaky treat. And then, you know, it went on like that. So by the end of the year, by January the 1st, I did feel absolutely crap. I looked rubbish, felt rubbish, and I had no energy. And thanks to those treats throughout the the last part of the year, you know, I was miserable. I was unhappy. 
I was ill and to be honest I was kind of left wondering where the holidays had gone what had been so great or magical about the holidays because they just passed by in a blur to be honest um the days just rolled in from one to the next um and to be fair I can't really remember much about the holiday season when I was drinking and I believed that you know it was a treat it was a reward um I believed that thanks to alcohol then it would be all so much better than it actually was um which is quite the reverse since stopping drinking I've discovered that holidays are a million times better without alcohol but at the time I thought that these treats were necessary to get through the holidays uh, Halloween Christmas you know all of those times so the problem I suppose with seeing alcohol as a treat you know a magical potion to help make everything better and good you see it as something that you deserve and you look forward to it so of course when you stop or when you think about stopping you genuinely do feel that you're giving something up instead of seeing it for what it really is which is you know an evil entity bewitching you into thinking it's giving you something magical and mystical when in reality it is taking away all that is beautiful about you know your evening your weekend your holidays your life and as long as you hold that belief as long as you remain under that spell and continue to see alcohol as some magical potion i suppose then you know it is so difficult to imagine life without it so that's what i want to talk about today because i and all the other amazing sober people that i know we understand that actually you can absolutely treat yourself without alcohol and the ways and the means that we do that are just so much more fun they're much more special more indulgent and of course longer lasting and you don't get that horrible come down or those awful feelings and emotions and thoughts if you treat yourself in another way it's important then to remember that there really is nothing special or treat worthy about alcohol and if you continue to keep you know diving into the bottle with the hope of being whisked away all you're really doing is making yourself feel ill and ghostly and ghoulishly and dull and zombie like even with nothing but regret to haunt you the next day i'm so sorry all of those puns in one sentence <laughs> but yeah alcohol is a treat that basically you pay for in so many ways afterwards and i want you to think about that because surely the whole point of a treat is to make us feel good to make us feel special 
and be, you know, a little alternative to the normal day-to-day life. And there is so much to love about a treat, especially on Halloween. For example, you know, there's pumpkin carving, there's dressing up, staying up late, face painting, parties, trick-or-treating, and of course all the sweets. It's it's spooky, it's fun, it's scary and it's exciting. And it is a magical mix of, you know, squeals and delights and terror and darkness. And Halloween does have the power to transport us, if you like, into another world, even if it's just for a little while. A fantasy world where we can embrace our dark side a little bit, scare ourselves silly and eat as many sweets as we want. And in real life too, not just on Halloween, there are so many opportunities to treat ourselves. And I want you to start thinking about actually what is a treat for me? What do I see as a treat or a reward? And it can be anything, you know, an ice cream on a hot day or having a picnic on the floor in front of the TV, going to the cinema on a random Tuesday night or the theatre on a Monday or, I don't know, a trip to the seaside or the beach after a really long, boring week at work. These are just a few ideas, but there are so many. And these are genuine treats and sources of happiness, joy and excitement. And if you believe that, you know, some wine or a few beers really do count as a treat, then I want you to think about the bigger picture. And this is where the kind of playing the movie forward in your mind comes in. Yes, you might get a buzz after you flop on the sofa and kick off your shoes and have that first sip of wine. Or you might relax into your beer with your friends, I don't know, at the pub or the beer garden or something. But actually, these activities are pleasurable on their own. You don't need anything extra or you don't need to resort to drinking a poison, basically, to make these moments any more enjoyable than they already are. I was speaking to my good friend Emma, Emma Lewis, Sober Sonic on Instagram the other day and she said, you know, you can enjoy a gorgeous drink and just enjoy a gorgeous drink. It doesn't have to have alcohol in it. It really doesn't. And it's the same with treats. Um, You have to think about what is it that you're really looking for? What is it that you really want? How do you want to feel? And how can you do that without the need for alcohol? Because the thing about alcohol is that it does cast an evil spell on you. You know, it's like a curse. It just leaves you wanting more and more and more. So that first sip, it will never be enough to make you really feel like you're having a proper treat. You know, once the initial buzz buzz has worn off, all you're trying to do is to recapture that 
moment to recapture that magic. So you drink more and more, but the more you have, the more dull your senses become and the more cheated you feel really is you get even you know more drunk and slowly slip into a fog and and become a shadow of what you were before you started drinking so is it really a treat to disappear and lose yourself in a bottle when you can be doing something else more fun and more enjoyable entirely so I do want you to rethink what your idea of a treat is, especially on this All Hallows' Eve. Just because you don't want to or you're not having alcohol, it doesn't mean you have to feel cheated or like you're missing out on anything. You just have to reassess and reframe what a treat really is. Because when alcohol casts the spell, we are tricked into becoming stuck in the moment, chasing that buzz that never comes. Whereas a real treat, it makes you happy for far longer. It doesn't make us lose control or even forget the treat that we're supposed to be enjoying. It doesn't give us a terrible hangover or cause us to waste precious time and money with actually nothing to show for it. So have a thing, you know, what is a treat for you? Is it, I don't know, finishing work early on a Thursday to meet your husband for lunch? Is it taking your kids out early on Sunday morning for hot chocolate? Is it meeting with a friend and having a really lovely long chat over coffee and cake? Is it getting your nails done? Is it going to a spa? Is it escaping with a good book or going to a concert? Or is it just having a really long, relaxing bath, having a surfing lesson, playing the piano? You know, um, a million different things constitute a really lovely treat. And whatever it is, these things will make you genuinely happy. And for a long time afterwards... Proper self-care and indulging in healthy, special treats are important and you should never feel guilty about treating yourself. Just make sure that your treat is chosen with love, happiness and joy in mind and that these treats won't leave you haunted by your behaviour, won't leave you regretting lost time and regretting the actual treat afterwards. So here are some things um, that might help you to get over the idea that alcohol is a treat, but rather it might help you see that alcohol is actually a sneaky trickster. So I used to think that I was treating myself to a few beers after work on a Friday, or better still, a few beers while I did my work on a Friday. But the truth is that working while drinking was so counterproductive and I would lose focus and concentration and end up having to redo the whole thing anyway the next morning because what I'd actually produced 
was pretty rubbish. So having to do it all again was even more difficult because obviously I had a hangover, I felt rubbish, and it was double the effort. And plus, I wasted a Saturday morning working when I could have been doing something more fun. So are you really treating yourself to wine or beer or whatever? Or are you treating yourself to a night of poor sleep, not accomplishing what you wanted and feeling rubbish and resentful the next day? You know, after a trying day with the kids, I used to say, oh gosh, I deserve a drink. So I would indulge myself believing that I really did deserve this special treat. However, and as you know, one glass would turn into two and then three, and before I knew it, I'd finished the whole bottle. I was kind of like a vampire, I suppose. Let's stick with the Halloween theme. Trying in vain to suck more and more joy, more and more energy, more and more feel-good vibes out with that bottle, out with that evening, but it still wasn't enough. I still wanted more, more me time, more help in the kitchen, more help with the kids. And by the end of the evening, you know, I was just a mess, burnt out, frazzled and a bit fed up and resentful, actually. And thinking about it, what I really deserved was to spend some proper relaxing quality time with my kids to enjoy a nice meal or just relish in flopping out on the sofa and doing nothing. Instead of saying to yourself then, I deserve a drink, ask yourself, do I deserve to feel that I need more? Do I deserve to have my evening spoiled? Do I deserve to have rubbish sleep? Do I deserve to be grumpy and in a bad mood with the kids, with my family? Do I deserve to wake up with a hangover tomorrow? Do I deserve to wallow, let's face it, in physical pain? Do I deserve to be tormented by the thoughts of guilt and shame? Or do I deserve better? And you do deserve better. Alcohol is not a beautiful magic potion. It should actually be kept away in Snape's store cupboard, along with all of the other poisons that he has in there. Alcohol will try and trick you into believing that you need it and that you deserve it. But really you don't and your own magic that you have inside of you and this is something that I will help you with when you work with me one-to-one or in the membership is to undo all of that, undo all of that bad magic, to unpick everything, to reframe everything and to reveal to yourself the tricks that alcohol tries to play so you never fall under the spell again. So it is time to wave your own magic wand on your thoughts and your beliefs and see that life is so much more of a treat without alcohol in it. You know, I say this quite a lot. 
there is so much life on the other side of drinking. There really, really is. And I just hope and wish and dream and desire that you can experience that for yourself. So let's have a little think then about treats and rewards and good times and fun times. Focusing on Halloween. What can you do this Halloween if you're not drinking or if you're struggling and you really don't want to get carried away? Well, there are so many things to do. Um, You don't have to go to a party if you don't want to. And I think it's important to remember that you can stay in. There's no rule to say that you have to go out. You have to think about what you want, what you need, what feels good for you. For me, what I am doing is having some lovely food, which I am not going to cook because it's my birthday. And I'm lining up lots of hopefully scary, not too scary, things to watch on the TV. You know, you could have a mammoth um, scary movie fest with popcorn and sweets and all the rest of it. Um, I am a bit of a wimp, so I won't be watching anything too bad. Um, We will be making Halloween decorations on Saturday. Hopefully there will be pumpkin carving. What I'd really like to do, and I don't know if they do it in my village, is go on like a haunted village tour I'm sure that'd be something like that in your area or a graveyard walk or a spooky walk when it gets dark because when you walk in the dark it's completely different to when you walk in the day Um, host your own party and have lots of alcohol free drinks available have a Halloween fancy dress dancing competition Um, you know anything that looks like, sounds like, feels like fun to you is a real treat. And I would say as well, um, plan something lovely for the next day so that you've got something extra to look forward to, which is what I like to do. I'm quite lucky actually here in Spain because the day after Halloween is always a holiday here. So I get two whole days to myself to indulge, to lie in bed, have hot chocolate in bed if I want to, um, get up early and go on a hike, just stay in bed and read a book even. You know, all of those things are just lovely, healthy, gorgeous ways to treat yourself. So have a think. Let me know what it is that you plan to do on Halloween Uh, If you're struggling, then I am here for you. Do reach out. As I said, I've got one space left for one-to-one coaching this year. There's always the membership. Come and join us. It's a lovely, supportive community. And I'll put the link for that in the show notes as well. So I really hope that this podcast has helped you to understand the difference between alcohol as a treat and a real treat. And I'm wishing you a wonderfully sober, spooky Halloween, whatever it is that you do. Enjoy, and I will see you next time. Bye for now.